Hey friends, it's Sarah and Zach here with a special announcement. A live show happening soon? That's right, folks. You heard it here first. Come on out June 19th. We're doing a free live show at Empirical Brewing in Ravenswood. It's a special Father's Day themed episode with your favorite guest host, Dylan Danger Daniels. Check out the link in the description of this episode to RSVP and Secure Spot, as well as 15% off your bar tab. And most importantly, free your dad! All right, enough of the hoopla. Let's get into the episode. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Album Rebrews. Please note, we do drink while recording this podcast. And if you choose to drink along at home, we encourage you to do so responsibly. Enjoy the episode. Cheers. Hey, I didn't like that one. Hey, Stop. It's gamers. my intro. Stop it. Hey, no, it's my Welcome intro. Welcome to the I podcast. Think she's, she's crushing it. Sarah's new intro, season two. Hey, gamers. It's a new season. This is wrong. It's a new season and a new host. It's me. I'm your host. <laughs> do the, do your intro now. Are you a Pokemon trainer? <laughs> okay, work. Uh, I'm a little black backpack cat. My name is Sarah. Uh, I learned how to play Enter Sandman on Link's Ocarina today. My name's Zach. <laughs> I'm your regular normal podcast host. Oh no! And I'm Logan's second form. <laughs> good. Thank you. Uh, today, today is my week, which means Sarah's going to get upset because <laughs> I picked. Uh, I did, do. You guys know who Leon at Leon on Twitter is? I only knew who Leon was because I know that he has a bird gif. He as does his profile photo. One of the few blue check marks who has a gif AVI. Yes, oh. and I have only ever seen a couple like banger tweets, but when I see the bird gif, it's pretty good. I know you know it's, it's going to be a good tweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach, do you do, do you you're not really on the internet? Um, okay, um, I'm looking on. this up right now. What is <laughs> <it>? <laughs> uh, anyway, Leon is this guy. I uh, Leon Cheng uh, at Leon L E W A Y Leon uh, stylized uh, on Twitter as Leon. Uh, so anyway, in uh, 2017, Leon released uh, an album called Bird World, which was the soundtrack for a fictitious game called Bird World. Uh, and then uh, uh, last month in December, uh, on uh, December 4th, uh, Leon released the follow-up sequel, highly anticipated Return to Bird World, um, which uh, continues the uh, storyline, I suppose, of uh, Bird World 1 and uh, is a continuation of sort of the sonic soundscape that he created for uh, the original Bird World. Mm. Um, and the, I have paired this, this is a surprise that I've been keeping from you guys all day. <laughs> uh, the drink that we are going to be drinking while we return to bird world is none other than, should we guess? You can guess. A real bird. It's not a real bird. That's not a drink. Is it the blood of 12 doves? No, that's we're, not a beer. I can't buy that. It doesn't have to be a beer. It just has to be It just beverage. has to be alcoholic. <laughs> no, it's not the blood of 12 doves, and it's not what everything you said, Zach. <laughs> what is it, Logan? It's... Can I get a drum roll, please? 
I have rings on, so it's extra. It's a clacky. live bird. <gasps> little buddy. It's Hopewell's little buddy. Oh, <laughs> yes. um, here, come. Uh, He's so cute. Oh, little buddy. Oh, I can't reach him. Oh, Zach, will you pass me okay, one? Okay, here. Wait, I got another one little coming for you. Little buddy. Oh. <laughs> like a little burb. So, little buddy is uh, a I'm tiny. I'm delighted. It's a tiny little baby beer that our neighbors uh, here in Chicago at Hopewell Brewing uh make it's uh it comes in a little half size can so it's like what like four ounces or something uh, like that. it's like the size of ounces. a hamster yeah. um <laughs> like a like a like a bird in the hand some may say it's worth two in the bush Ooh. did you pick this one because it's the same size as a bird no, but that's a nice observation, Zach. <laughs> um, no, I picked it because uh, on the cover art for Return to Bird World, uh, our titular character, Bird, uh, actually, I think uh, Leon included some... Uh, I, we're we're going to touch on this later as we dive into this album, but I believe the bird on the cover of the Return to Bird World album art is named Leon. Hmm. And he has a tiny little cat on his shoulder who I believe is the cat of Sundrop Bay, which is uh, referenced later on in this album. Um, but I think uh, uh, the connection that I made in my mind was that the cat was the little buddy and we are now uh, going to enjoy oh. our own little buddy. Oh, should we crack I this open it. and get yeah. in? Cheers, dears. Cheers. Ooh, mine's bubbling. Ooh, suck it. Mm. Oh, it's an easy sipper. That's oh, I love Hopewell. That's an easy sipper. I I have visited the Hopewell Tap Room. I mean, not as of late, but quite a few times in my day. And I've always considered getting a little buddy just as like a friend to hang out with whatever like difficult beer I'm drinking. Um, and I never have, so I'm excited that we have it today. This is a very easy beer. Like, yeah, I could. Yeah. There's so many good things about it in the mouthfeel. It's feel. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, yeah. So uh, I, 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 uh, his, his, his second form's coming back. <laughs> it's It's been a minute since we've sat down to chat, so I have to get back into podcast mode. Yeah. Um, uh, but I want to say over the course of the last week or so, I've been finishing up uh, the McElroy's Adventure Zone. Hell yeah. Uh, so I just finished the first arc of that show, and I was really struck by how uh, the Adventure Zone uses music to drive home like really emotive moments in mm-hmm. their show. Um, and it sort of got me thinking about uh, all of th- like the games I've enjoyed that sort of like live by their soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> Sarah, I think you may end up a little alienated on this episode. Boy time. <laughs> this one, this one's going to be a little this bit episode's of boy time. for well, boys I, only. I have a little to contribute on that front. A touch. Uh, what do you have? Well, the first thing that came to mind was Breath of the Wild. Oh, that is I a good I think that's a, mus- or a, a video game where the soundtrack... Well, I watched a whole video on the sound design in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and how like purposeful and thoughtful everything was and a huge thing that a lot of people who play the game will know is like you know what the night music sounds like or you know what the music sounds like by a fairy fountain Mm -hmm. or when you're in like a big plane um and a lot of the time it's so like soothing and it just like you know you're in the right spot because of those music changes Mm -hmm. so that was the first thing that came to my mind yeah uh 
Yeah, so I think I think that's a big reason why this album like struck me in the way that it did mm-hmm. because it reminds me of video game soundtracks that I to this day will like put on in the background just to like set a specific mood. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean there are a ton of those playlists where it's like uh chill animal crossing music with rain noises exactly. and it's like 6 mm-hmm. hours long. Yeah. 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 I mean I I I think uh it is important for me as someone who makes music to like recognize that there's music that exists purely to like set uh uh like an emotive tone, you know? I mean, I guess that's just music in general, but uh I think instrumental music is a little bit more purposeful in that aspect. Like it's sort of there to be appreciated when you're paying attention to it, but also to just exist in the background yeah you know what i mean totally sort of like uh like paintings or something that's oh my god logan we're on the same page that's the first place my mind went was um or like the first thing i thought of was like animation Mm -hmm. like in i'm I'm thinking of like a studio ghibli movie right (laughs) or like an older older animation you know how when you were a kid you'd be watching something animated and the background would stay the same it would be this beautiful sometimes like hand-drawn or hand-painted background and then the characters in the front would be drawn in like a slightly different style and Mm -hmm. you could tell when something was going to move on screen because of the way it was drawn i feel like if we were to draw comparison like in video games the music and the soundtrack would be that like hand-painted um background and then the action would be everything going on in front of that. I really appreciate that you're like playing ball with this because I was fully expecting you to just be like frustrated with this pick and like fight I me for was an hour. frustrated with this pick and I still want to fight you a little bit because this does feel a little bit like Sean Wasabi V2. No, but it's way better. I liked this pick a lot. I do. I love drawing comparisons in media. So fantastic. That's, well, that's where be, you got me. There will be plenty of that this episode. Hey, oh. before we start diving into the album, yeah, what's up? Because you decided to pick another fucking bird-related what? album. I have made another bird-related trivia game. <laughs> it's called Birds in Worlds. No, this one's called. Is this birds? <laughs> is okay. This, is this birds? I don't know. Is it? Is this, is this real real bird or is it not a real bird? Is it birds? Wait, 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 wait. The game is us trying to figure out if something is a real bird or not? Is it birds? I don't know yet. We're going to find out. Is okay. this tiny beer my hand a bird? I don't know yet. Well, it's definitely worth <laughs> two in the bush. It's the same size as a, as a bird. Logan and Zach, you two will be playing this as a team, trying to defeat me. Um, it's like the last fucking bird-related trivia game I made up. I have in front of me 10 bird names. Some of them are fake and made up and ridiculous, and some of them are totally real and ridiculous. And I'm going to go through the list. You're going to tell me if it is a real bird or not. Oh, boy. Uh, And we'll drink accordingly. All right. Are you both ready? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, And don't look at your laptops. Don't Google. Bird number one is the long-waddled umbrella bird. Oh, no. I forgot how insane bird names are. The long waddled umbrella. Oh, bird. this could. Is this birds? <sighs> is it birds? I don't know, Zach. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to say this one is a bird. Is it? Is I, it birds? I feel like it is a bird, and it's just so ridiculous. And she picked it to trick us. I'm gonna say I yes, know. Bird. That, see, that's yeah. my problem. Is yeah. I feel like th- there are a lot of insane animal names. 
All right, yeah, this one's a bird. It is bird. Holy shit. Wait, run that one by me again. What the hell is this bird called? The long wattled (laughs) umbrella bird. Can we look what they look like after we find out? We'll put together a list after this episode. I do want to see what that umbrella bird looks like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number two, the rhinoceros hornbill. Is this birds? That's real, Zach. It has to be real. The rhinoceros hornbill. Could be real. I think this This one's real. real. You think it's real? Yeah. It is. It is birds. Ah, it's birds. Number three, the Canadian Cooter Finch. No, that's, yeah, that's not fake. real. That's fake. <laughs> All right, you saw through that one. Call Cooter Finch that one by me. Come on now. And it wouldn't be from Canada. <laughs> it was a Cooter Finch. <laughs> it would be from New Jersey. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You got me. That one is not birds. I will drink. <laughs> Fuck, you guys have gotten every single one right so far. Number four is the tawny frog mouth. That feels real to that me. Feels real. Yeah. Yeah, real. That is birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're so good at birds. I know my birds, baby. <laughs> Damn. Number five is the brown booby. Oh, I I and know it's a blue footed booby. But, but is a brown booby a real bird? I want to say yes. Is yeah. it birds? Yeah, it's is a it birds. Bird? The brown booby is a real bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number six is the mustached booby. Oh. That sounds fake. Oh, man. It would be really funny if the booby had a mustache, though. I don't know. Want to say real? I kind I kind of. I'm gonna I, stick I, with logs. You know what? Logs had good instinct about these birds. And also, I feel like she would try to catch us off guard by putting two boobies in a row. True. So I think this one's real. Real. Drink. It's ah! real. <laughs> no, she called her bluff, Zach. <laughs> the next one is the masked booby. Well, shit. Now I don't know what's. <laughs> I think that is real. All right, well, I'll go with you. That yeah. one is real. There was only one fake booby. There will be no more boobies on this list. Dang. Darn. If only. <laughs> Number eight is the red-billed cockpecker. <laughs> <laughs> is it just, is it related to the cooter snatch? Her names are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> is the red-billed cockpecker. Yeah, I feel like that one's real. Is it real? Drink. Oh. No. I will say, though, I kind of, uh, when I made up that bird name, the real one is the red-billed oxpecker. Oh. So I just kind of... Yeah, yeah. just put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, number nine is the American bush tit. <laughs> uh, we're not real. The American bush tit. Us as Americans ain't great bird namers. I gotta be honest with you. I want to. I I feel like the crux of this game is like, do we need so many birds? Like, what do we keep them around for? Do we need them? We didn't. We didn't decide to have them. That what was. Do they, what do they do? They just eat worm. Shit. What are you gonna do? Get rid of them? <laughs> what are you trying? What are you getting like, at? Why, like why? Why do we got them all? Is this becoming an anti-bird podcast? I think so. Are I, you? No, I wanted to go back to Bird World, and right now you're taking me away from it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what does birds ever do for us? All kinds of things. Besides, like make Logan, for a what comical has a bird podcast done game for you. What for does me? Yeah, what has a bird done for you? Uh, a real bird, not a fictitious internet bird. A real bird. I mean, and you're not allowed to say you um, Sam. I, I mean, I take it back, and I want to make an apology to um our two episodes ago singer. Yeah, Waldo. Oh, yeah, that's true. Waldo. Waldo the, did put like, out an incredible metal album. Thirty year old parrot. So, um, so is the American bush tit birds? Yes. Is it birds? It's birds. It's birds. Yeah, it's. Birds. <laughs> <laughs> the last bird is the woodcock. Is the woodcock birds? I don't. I don't 
I don't know. I don't know because you already put one cock in there, and now I feel like is the woodcock birds? Well, the woodcock is birds. It's birds. It's birds. It's yeah. birds. Yeah, it's birds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing. Is this birds? I like that. Most of them were birds. Some like of them were that. not birds. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Log, you want to take us into the album? Yeah. All right. So um, the birds here, uh, I feel like I should preface this. I I mentioned this briefly earlier. But in addition to this album, uh, uh, Leon Chang released like a 28-page game manual that accompanied the physical release of this album. And it includes all kinds of like cute little like world buildy type thing so there are like characters with like character blurbs there's you can actually uh go on um we'll we'll include this in a link somewhere but on uh leon l-e-y-a-w-n dot bandcamp um you can find a picture of uh leon's character there's the the titular I, I don't know. It's not called Leon's Return to Bird World. But, but the main character. The main the protagonist. character. The protagonist is a bird named Leon. And uh, he's featured on the album art. But you can also uh, see um, one of the pages from the physical, like, quote, game manual. Um, that includes uh, a brief description of Leon. Uh, some information about his background. Um, his... <laughs> His class, he's a villager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and his weapons, his armors. Um, and here's here's a fun little quote from Leon. Leon says, are you going to finish that? Can I have a bite? That's like a I mean, I just really appreciate how whimsical and sort of like, I don't know, fantastical this is. Uh-huh. And I think uh, the reason I brought up the Adventure Zone earlier is because uh that that show is sort of whimsical and fantastical mm-hmm. and i i think the the musical parallels um are really similar in that um the music in that show is uh used very purposefully to create a specific atmosphere or a specific mood and that's kind of how i feel leon constructed this album is the songs that are very purposeful and each one is designed to like put you in a specific like game moment yeah totally. um and since i've been playing a lot of dungeons and dragons lately and listening to a lot of like dungeons and dragons based podcasts it's gotten me thinking about like oh well here's a, a song on this album that is like for when you enter a battle or here's a song on this album for like when you enter a new village and uh, I just think that's an incredibly creative way to write an album. And it it feels so creatively freeing. Like, mm. y- you're just creating these little three-minute-long, like, moments, mm-hmm. you know? This song is the song that plays when you're in this town. Mm-hmm. Easy. Like... Uh, this is the Hateno Village music. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I think it makes those songs so much more impactful because you sort of have this mental image that you conjure up every time the song plays. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what draws me back to like video game soundtracks from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to play a couple of them really quickly because they're sort of just like nostalgia bombs for me. And I think this album like in 10 years may have sort of that same effect. 
Mm. Um, so I wanted to play some songs from video games that I played 10 years ago <gasps> that are like huge nostalgia bombs for me. I'm excited for this. Um, so the very first one I wanted to play was uh, the Little Root Town music from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire <laughs> uh, and Emerald, I guess, but I played Ruby first. Um, and th- this song, I just want you to imagine um, Little Root Town is the town that you start out in in Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Mm-hmm. Um the 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 gist of the song is that you've just moved to a new town with your mom and your dad is off at work and you're going to go visit him eventually but you're just starting your adventure and this is the town that you can come back to when you get sick when your pokemon need to be healed when when all you have is like your starter pokemon and he's like level 5 and you've just caught like a wormpole and he's like level two and you've got to run back home to have your mom heal your Pokemon, right? <laughs> yeah. I, that's like what I want you to understand going into this. Is that just the way that every Pokemon game starts is you're in a village with your mom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, the only Pokemon game I've played is uh, is Pokemon Sword, but it started they all, the same exact I mean, way. They're all the same game. Um. Anyway, here's uh, the Little Root Town theme from uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> It's very cute. Anyway, all of that was just to illustrate the point that uh, I think video game music has this unique ability to instantly transport you to a very specific time and place in your mind. Mm -hmm. And it does that without telling you. It's like showing you, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really cool. I think it's cool that there's a genre of music that has an ability to do that. And it can basically sound like anything. Like there's no... It's not a genre, you no. know? Like, Bird World covers... Oh, like so many genres. 30 genres. Yeah. Every song is essentially a different uh-huh. genre. Um, and I, I, that just sounds really creatively freeing to me. And I mm-hmm. think that's part of the reason, like, this album resonates with me so much. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, anyway, I feel like we should actually play a little bit of Return to Bird World. Um, is that the only nostalgia bomb you're going to drop? Or are you going to sprinkle them in? I'm going to sprinkle them in. Okay. I have some Because I want more, because I want to play video games <laughs> really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. There there are some other things okay. that I I want to talk about. Okay. Um, yeah, most, <laughs> most of them are Pokemon related. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Should we start with the title track? Yeah, we start with the title track. Well, I guess it's not the title track. I want to start with the first track, and then we'll do the title track. Uh, uh-huh, that's uh-huh, a tricky. Uh-huh. That's a, a tricky thing that linguistics does. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, because mm-hmm. the title track is the one that shares the name of that album title, right? But the first track is just called the first track. The opener, if you will. Yeah, no, sure. Anyway, uh, this is Main Menu 2, the first song off of Return to Bird World. that track but there's a couple tracks farther down that have like some hip-hop influences mm-hmm. and i want him to do like some hip-hop collabs really bad does he do hip-hop collabs i don't think so uh. but, but that's the thing right like some of these just sound like 
beats. Yeah. yeah. Which is really <laughs> neat. Um, but but back to my earlier point of these songs, like immediately conjuring mental images. Like yeah. you can you can see in your brain, like there's some text scroll, the yeah. the, the production company, and then some logos as yeah. the game boots up. Yeah. And yeah. Then, it literally sounds like the game booting up. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's it's so creative and like immediately puts you in this mental headspace. And I think it's just really a unique way to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, I, I I think just because this is such a sort of an intimidating album, it's a thirty song, hour and a half long album. Yeah, that's why I was mad at you initially. <laughs> yeah. Is you to bring our beef public, um, you would not cut an hour out of your day to prepare for one of my albums, yet I was expected to listen to an hour and a half album. I did say you could pick and choose. I, I understood yeah. that this was sort of an undertaking. What I did end up doing, though, was listening to yeah. Nice. But I listened to it and like zoned out while applying to jobs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> it's fine. really yeah. excellent driving music. I listened to it exclusively in the car. Yeah, that's it's nice. it's good to to um I don't know. It, it's like lo-fi chill hip hop beats to study to. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of this gently changing long soundscape that you can just like sit in for a while mm-hmm. yeah i was a little thrown off by cheeseburger in paradise that was kind of that was kind of interesting bird um, tune. that's i had um, to make that pun earlier and i forgot I just, wanted to spring, I just wanted to get in there i mean before. it is pretty funny but that song's not on this album so i don't know what you're trying to do zach <laughs> yeah um I really like the lyricism to Bird, 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 Bird is the Word. Walk that one back. Explain that one to me. Yeah, there's a song called Bird, 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 Bird's the Word. Not on this album. Logan's not. Yes, Andy. Yeah, Logan is nobody. <laughs> uh, Log, as punishment, will you hand me a beer, please? Oh, uh, I could also use a little, a little buddy. Uh, you have to go to the fridge. Sarah, since you interrupted us, you have to get us back into the podcast. Okay, absolutely. Well, it's interesting because I actually really want to talk about the next track mm-hmm. a little bit. Not necessarily about the next track, but about something that the next track brought to my mind. Yes. And I want to ask you both a question. When you lay your head on the pillow at night, mm-hmm. what does your room ambiance look like or sound like? Hmm. Interesting. Do you do you turn a fan on? Do you have any lights on? Do you have oh, any like sounds? like the physical actual? Yeah. yeah. What is what is your sleeping atmosphere? Oh, I have to have a fan going. A fan going. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Uh, I do a fan. Uh huh. I've got a little uh sunlight alarm clock. Oh, which, if uh-huh. you need to spend like twenty dollars to make your life at least four and a half percent better, get a sunlight alarm clock. Mm. So in the morning, it uh it like gets brighter. Slowly, oh. it goes from like a dark red to like a bright white light over the course of thirty mm-hmm. minutes, just like a sunrise. Oh, that's nice. And then, if I'm not awake by then, it does like little chirps and jingles. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Nice. But there's also a reverse setting where it starts bright and gets really dark and plays rain noises. Oh, so, so I do, do you, that. You fall asleep f- to rain noises with the fan, and then I'll read for a little bit, and then I put on my bim bam. <laughs> you fall asleep to Mabim Bam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach, you and I have similar sleep atmospheres because always, 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 a fan is on oscillating on the lowest setting in my room. It is pitch black. Not a single light is on. Um, and I play rain noises. I have I have two favorites. I am a subscriber uh, to the app Headspace, the meditation app, but they also have a sleep function on the app. And there are a couple different like 
pieces of or genres of content, so to speak, where like some are just soundscapes. So my favorite soundscape is called Cabin Downpour. Mm. Oh, that sounds nice. And it's like rain on a cabin in the woods and you some you sometimes hear a little bird chirp. It's delicious. Um the other other like type of content in the sleep section is called a sleep cast and it's where someone reads you a story with ambient noise in the back so my favorite one of those is called rainy day antiques and it's just like this older british man reading a story about an antique store in a small oh, town no that you way. go to and there's like rain in the background and he's like you see a small dog and the dog <laughs> says hello and you sit on an old couch it's so nice it puts me to sleep instantly <laughs> Dude, that's just dungeons and dragons it's amazing so Go for initiative <laughs> <laughs> yo there's an idea sleep D podcast oh. sleep D. that's what our campaign should oh, be oh yeah. it should just be the most relaxing and now you have to roll to pet the dog <laughs> will you wear your flannel or silk pajama pants <laughs> Roll an intelligence check to see. <laughs> oh no, you forgot to button your pants. They fall down in front of everyone. Oh no! <laughs> but yeah, um, now it's a nightmare. <laughs> the title track, Return to Bird World, uh, almost put me to sleep because I'm so used to falling asleep to rain sounds mm. every night, man. That's oh, and if I if I sleep at my partner's house. We've put on rain noises before to go to sleep, but sometimes I get embarrassed and I can't like <laughs> put my AirPods in and like listen to my sleepy time antique story when I'm <laughs> sleeping at my partner's house. So I just have to raw dog it to fall asleep. That's fucking funny. <laughs> um, raw dog and oh Betty by time. Hey, we've been recording for like half an hour. Do you guys want to listen to the title track? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's Return to Bird World. And then the uh, the iPhone alarm sound plays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing I wanted to say about like uh, uh, like narrative storytelling, like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that, is um, the level of world building that goes mm. into it. Like, is immense, and I really appreciate uh, um, like fleshing out worlds. Uh, and I I think it's really cool that Return to Bird World, like the the the, the first. I don't know, five or ten tracks on this album are literally just like, so we start with Return to Bird World, and then we have Coconut Canyon, which gives you a new location within Bird World mm-hmm. to sort of like experience. So you sort of get like this uh, uh, like guided tour of Bird World to start the album. Um, we were then taken to Coconut Canyon, and then the ruins of Anoki Village and the Sea of Lost Feathers before we end up at Sesame City. And I want to talk about Sesame City. Yeah. Uh, I like Sesame City. Because, th- th- I mean, there's just so much variation on this album, but I feel like Sesame City is the first one to sort of, like, really grab my attention because it's uh, a lot more energetic than the previous albums. I think this album sort of has to grow, and part of the difficulty of this album is taking a minute to just be like, all right, I... 
am in a headspace where I want to experience this world and I want to like let this world be created for me as I listen to the album. Um, and I think the context of each song builds into the next song and sort of like i had the exact same point yeah uh, when i was just driving i'm like oh man it just really like slowly wraps you around it right right yeah so so like all of these long form dungeons and dragons podcasts that i've been listening to (laughs) it's like (laughs) without the context of like the first 20 episodes you just don't have like the emotional wait when you finally hit like a big moment yeah um so it's important to have like these i don't know first five ten songs worth of world building to get us to like the the more intense songs later on um so i just wanted to like make that point because yeah yeah it's important to me um anyway so i want to play a little bit of sesame city You're like 12 minutes into the album before that happens. Yeah, yeah. like everything leading up to this moment has been, for the most part, pretty calm and and sort of like more evocative of like these landscapes and, and um, everything up to this point is sort of, I don't know, natural. So we have a, a canyon and then a, a village and then a sea. And then we finally enter a city and the city is the one with this like huge electronic, yeah. like <laughs> grindy base. You know what? Like it feels like alive, like there are characters within this uh, this city. Um, anyway, I uh, wanted to keep moving on through this album because we have a lot of ground to cover. Uh, but uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was The Cat of Sundrop Bay. And I feel like this is an important song to talk about because there are only two characters featured on the album art, uh, one of whom I assume to be The Cat of Sundrop Bay. So I wanted to play a little bit of this song because I think it's really cute. One thing I'm realizing as we record this podcast is that all of these, like literally every single one of these songs evolves as it goes. So it's Mm -hmm. really hard to pick like a 15 second like poll from (laughs) each song. Yeah. Because like the start of the song sounds completely different from the ending of the song. And I like want people to be able to hear like a a section of the song that is indicative of the song as a whole but it's difficult because the first 15 seconds of the song are completely different than like the middle 15 seconds and those are completely different from like the ending 15 seconds i mean yeah that's like the tough part about this podcast is i think all the albums we pick and even more specifically like the sound bites from those albums i feel like the three of us want so deeply for that to like entice Mm -hmm. and to I hope spark curiosity in the people listening like I hope so deeply that you guys like hear a sound bite from this from Return to Bird World or from Guppy or from fucking Flying Microtonal Banana and you're like now what the fuck else happens on this album (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like 
Um, I am very stoked that like you are taking this so well because I had I had a completely different idea of like how this episode was going to go, and I thought it was going to be us just like arguing for an hour. Oh no, no, I'm vibing. Um, but no, that's good. I'm glad that you're you're enjoying it as much as you are. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, the uh, so so sort of continuing on. Uh, <laughs> I really, really, the, I think there are like three or four like standout songs. Like if, if I could only pick like three or four songs to show somebody on this album, Bonkers Workshop <laughs> would be one of them <laughs> because this song is so cute, but it, I mean, I'm just going to play it. I'm going to play it. You'll understand. Hey everybody, Logan here. We have a quick ad read and then we'll get right back into the episode. See you in a minute. Hey gamers, Zach here with uh, the best part of the podcast where uh, only I talk to you and none of the other podcasters do. Um, I want to tell you guys about OK Drugs. You can check in, chew up, and tune out. Okay Drugs Peach Eatables are the perfect calming remedy for those seeking a gentle easy of worry. Okay Drugs gummies help to shift perspective, elevate experience, and find clarity in crazy. Their peach eatables are vegan, THC-free, made with broad-spectrum CBD to help you relax, and L-thionine to help you stay focused. Order your feel-good fix and use promo code REBRUISE to get 10% off today, Junior. Um, there are like two more important points I want to make. Yeah. And then we can talk about uh, Rebrewski. Because uh, we're we're getting a little close here, um, but uh, the the there the, two songs I want to hit on really quick. One of them is exactly halfway through the album, which I think is very fitting. Cool. It's the fifteenth track. It's called "A World Descends into Chaos." Ooh. Can I talk about the track before it though? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so it's called "Save Point." Yes, and, <laughs> and this one sounds like boss battle yes. music, so it makes sense that you would save the <laughs> shit out of your game right before you do I the know. final boss. How clever is that? <laughs> That's the only part I had about it. But yeah, this no, is a great tune. I, I, Zach, I I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize that Save Point came right before this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's fantastic. Um uh, but yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk about a world descends into chaos because uh it's it's sort of uh tangentially related to the next point I want to make. Um, mm. but I'm just gonna play a little bit of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to like Super Mario, but when you play like one of the like Super Mario games, you often have to fight. There's like the big bad Bowser, mm-hmm. of course. He's the big bean bad boy. But you also have to fight like all of his I don't know, nieces and nephews or whoever the fuck. So this kind of feels like one of those fights. You're fighting Bowser Jr. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to the end, once you get to the tower. That's when you're fighting big yeah. fucking oh, boss cool. Bowser. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so later on in the album, right? Like, uh, we have the monster, mm-hmm. and then in traditional two health bars video game the form. form. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm not gonna play those songs, but I just wanted to mention them because I think, I mean, uh, talking about video game tropes, like a, a common video game trope is that 
uh, you think you've defeated the big bad boss. Yes. And suddenly he enters his second form uh-huh. and his health bar gets even bigger. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the other point I wanted to make really quick is uh, there is a track on here. I have to find it really quick. Uh, okay, so I want to play uh, a little bit of Lonely Bird. Um, and the point I want to make is... Actually, okay, I'm going to play Lonely Bird first. And then there's another song that I'm going to play right afterwards. And I want to know your thoughts, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to play a snippet of Lonely Bird. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to play a snippet of this other song. Is, okay. the, is the other one Free Bird? It's not Free Bird, but that was a good guess. Okay, so here's uh, Lonely Bird. Okay, so that's a little snippet from Lonely Bird. And uh, now I want to play a little snippet of uh, a song from Final Fantasy VII called Prelude. So they both sort of have these like rising and falling like harp arpeggios. Yeah. And what I want to talk about, because this is my episode, (laughs) is (laughs) the Final Fantasy music was composed by this guy named Nobuo Umatsu. And he's sort of like this revered composer within the video game genre. Like, like this dude is a big deal when it comes to video game composition. And he's also a big deal to a bunch of my favorite musicians. Mm. Um, So there is uh, this progressive metal band called Periphery, and um, their guitar, one of their guitarists, this guy named Misha Mansour, uh, turned me on to Nobu Umatsu because uh, a lot of their music is heavily inspired by video game soundtracks. So sort of coming full circle, bear with me. This is like an hour long... all of the threads are coming together, right? Okay, so this album you have to be patient with because you have to have the context to get you back to the to big get, emotional to give payoff. meaning to the... Right. Yeah. So, so it, it took me an hour to get to the big point I want to make. And the big point I want to make is that video game music transcends its sort of like genre shell, right? And there are like proficient musicians that people know and revere that point to video game composers as their inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's really neat that Leon, uh, sort of references this composition in lonely bird and, uh, Nobu Umatsu's, uh, influences like all over periphery. Um, and I just think it's really cool that, uh, sort of this very niche genre, I think my last point relating to this conversation is like a special thing about video game music is that it kind of like keeps you company. Mm-hmm. I think because so often, especially with like um like single player like RPGs, like what we're bringing up, Breath of the Wild and like Pokemon games, you're usually playing those by yourself. Uh sometimes at like 3 a.m. and it's it's kind of nice to have this little soundtrack to a illustrate the world that you are immersing yourself in but also be like 
keep you company in an otherwise like silent dark bedroom (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is a good point I you, you you've given me an idea for a ruski, and if oh. you guys, if I I feel like I've said pretty much everything I want. I I feel really good about my takes. Yeah, this app. yeah. I yeah. feel like I've said everything I wanted to say. Can I we, feel can good. We play some of the tower before we yeah. do a ruski, just the to like boss to feel the boss fight, to feel sure, accomplished. Sure. Well, I think we should do a little bit of the tower, and then we have to wrap up with yes. the tale of Bird World. The oh yes, final track. Yeah. So here's a little bit of the tower. The final boss battle. Whew, we've completed our so mission. Industrial. We've we've finished our journey. We're reflecting back on the adventure we've had. Here's the tale of Bird World. nice the credits roll yeah you did the thing the you game saved is the over princess. you saved the princess you 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 found the sacred egg you reminisce on your journey <laughs> it's 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 such a great wrap-up to a, a long journey um, well to wrap up our journey here should we give this album a brewski yeah yeah sarah i liked what you were saying about how video game music can keep you company when uh-huh. you're playing it alone and i think this album deserves a brewski for Best companion. Oh, hmm. I had one idea. Yeah. Um, my Ruberski was chill lo-fi beats to study ornithology, which is the study of birds. It is. Ornithology. <laughs> <laughs> chill lo-fi beats to study ornithology. What about I don't have any good ones. Well, you don't have to force one. Yeah. yeah. You don't have anything fresh off the dome. I, I say don't push it, bud. Yeah. Don't push it. Don't just, push it. You just... push too hard, you're only going to get shit. well log it's your album yeah i mean i don't i don't want to say yours was bad but i I, like sarah's it's funny (laughs) this is my episode i'm I'm putting my foot down what are they called in video games when you have a companion a familiar a familiar. Oh, no. what are they called? Like whenever you have like a Jesus Christ, we're I'm not going to do that. The source on air. <gasps> oh, oh, we shit. can have Cameron decide. Cameron, Cameron, oh. Cameron come here, come here, Cameron, come here, come here, come here. <gasps> oh shit! Holy oh, shit! Oh shit! Is it? Oh fuck! Is it a little black cat? I saw a little black cat on the way down here. Uh, this was really important. Okay, uh, Sarah's partner Cameron just showed up. Hey! We're finishing our episode, and we're deciding our brewski. Cameron, you could not have come here at a better time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because my neighbor's cat followed you in. <gasps> like a familiar. And we were, we were talking about... Okay, so we were talking about brewskis for this album, and my push was for uh, best companion slash best familiar. Well, the, the other Nicest. option on the table is chill lo-fi beats to study ornithology, which is the study of birds. Yeah. <laughs> I know what ornithology is. Okay, I'm just why, saying for the listeners, not everyone is a fucking nerd. You know Here, what? come on the mic, hey, bud. Put Cam on the mic, but yeah, also I'm going to say, mic. this is my episode, and a literal cat just followed Cameron up my my deck to yeah. my front door. Oh, fuck. So I feel like we have to go with best companion on this one. We might have to. Unless you've got a better idea, but you're coming in fresh, fresh in from the outside world with a cat on your heels. 
Best little, best little guy. Best little best buddy. Best little guy. Best little buddy. Best little buddy. Best little buddy. Best little <gasps> like buddy. the beer. Like best the little beer. buddy. Or the little cat on the album art. You I think him. we should go with best little buddy. <laughs> best okay. little buddy. Best little buddy. All right, give it to him. Uh, Leon Chang, please come on down to our little corner of the internet and accept your reward for best little buddy for Return to Bird World. Uh, that'll do it for us for this week. Um, I don't think I have anything to hype. Well, I'll just say thank you for listening, first of all. Uh, second of all, if you want to find us on the internet, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Album Rebrews. Hit us up. Send us your tunes. Send us tunes made by other people. Send us whatever you want. Mm. Nudes. No, please don't send nudes. I moderate the accounts, so... <laughs> but uh, we're on the internet and we'd love to see you in our little corner. I think that'll do it for us. All right. We'll Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.